Today is Monday, March 13th, the 17th day of Lent. As I walk through the story of Jesus and the Gospel of Mark, I do so with fresh eyes, seeking to encounter the risen Christ. This week, I am exploring the movement of God within me as I open my eyes to see Jesus as miracle worker and suffering king. In this moment, I pause to quiet the commotion of my mind. I take gentle breaths, exhaling slowly as I recenter my focus on God's presence and listen to the stirrings of my heart. Just as you worked miracles in the lives of those you encountered during your earthly journey, Jesus, you continue to work miracles today. Help me to see your blessings and experience your presence. I lift up words of praise through the ancient hymn of Psalm 63. O God, you are my God. I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there is no water, so I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands and call on your name. As I reflect on today's gospel reading, I listen for a word or phrase that the Holy Spirit is bringing to my attention in this moment. Mark chapter 6, verses 1 through 29. He left that place and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded. They said, Where did this man get all of this? What is this wisdom that he has been given? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honor, except in their hometown, and among their own kin, and in their own house. And he could do no deed of power there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Then he went about among the villages teaching. He called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and to not put on two tunics. Then he said to them, 
wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. And if any place will not welcome you, and they refuse to hear you, as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed all that they should repent. And they cast out many demons, and anointed with oil many who were sick, and they cured them. King Herod heard of it, for for Jesus' name had been known. Some were saying, John the baptizer had been raised from the dead, and for this reason these powers are at work in him. But others said, It is Elijah. And yet others said, It is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. For Herod himself had sent men who arrested John, bound him, and put him in prison on account of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because Herod had married her. For John had been telling Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. And Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted to kill him. But she could not, for Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and he protected him. When he heard him, he was greatly perplexed, and yet he liked to listen to him. But an opportunity came when Herod on his birthday gave a banquet for his quarters and officers and for the leaders of Galilee. When his daughter Herodias came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guest. And the king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you wish, and I will give it. And he solemnly swore to her, Whatever you ask me, I will give you, even half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What should I ask for? She replied, The head of John the baptizer. Immediately she rushed back to the king and requested, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. The king was deeply grieved, yet out of regard for his oaths and for his guest, he did not want to refuse her. Immediately the king sent a soldier of the guard with orders to bring John's head. He went and beheaded him in the prison, brought his head on a platter, and gave it to the girl. Then the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. As we walk toward the cross, Jesus, I'm reminded that suffering was part of your journey. Through your suffering, I can be reconciled to you and dwell within your gentle embrace. Amen. Pause now to spend time with God, reflecting and journaling the ways in which the Holy Spirit is stirring within me.